Welcome to the Factory of Sadness. My name is Max Steiger, and we are back yet again after one week of a break with my co-host, Josh Shankman. Max, I thought we weren't going to do any more breaks. I know. We really, we really hyped ourselves up. I don't, I don't even remember what last Tuesday was. But I there really was thought we on. had it. Like, I thought we had it. Yeah. And then we just choked. We'd, yeah. Kind of like another, you know, uh, team we might talk about in a minute or two. Yes, before we get into our sports, let's do our now bi-weekly check-in. How have you been doing, Josh? Oh, Max, I am just fine. I am doing pretty well. Hanging out, working, having a good time this summer, seeing all kinds of friends that I haven't seen in a while, which has been fabulous. Uh, watching sports, surrounding myself with sports, which I love. And other than that, it's not been that much. I'm off to Chicago tomorrow, though, which I'm very excited about for a, a short vacation. And uh, that's about it, Max. What about you? Uh, yeah, same here. The Olympics have been starting up, so I've been watching that when I can, but it's hard with it being in Tokyo. Yeah, it, it really the, is. The timing never really works out well, but I don't know. Summer's coming to a close, and it's starting to hit me now, which is kind of sad, but also exciting. I'm excited to be back on campus and back with my friends and everything. So this last month will be just a lot of fun to enjoy being I back agree. home. I agree. All right, well, let's head into the NBA before we talk about the next NFL division. The Bucks won the finals. Josh, were a week, a week late with it, but it happened. And that's big, Max. Like, that's really big. And I'm, for one, super excited. It was a great run. They played incredibly well, especially in their last four games, of course, but throughout the entire playoffs and just showed that they're a really, really good basketball team. I mean, a lot of put, people are putting asterisks all over this playoffs, but... While in some semblance of the of the thought process, it makes a lot of sense. There were a ton of injuries, more stars, superstars than normal got hurt. But at the same time, this Bucks team was really good, and they didn't just win because of injuries. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know. I I remember talking about it a lot at the start of the playoffs and before the playoffs about how the Bucks have magically become underdogs this season. And they thrived with that. And they had no spotlight on them at all. They were just that steady, incredible team. And once it got to the finals, Giannis stepped up. Chris Middleton stepped up. Bobby Portis stepped up. (laughs) It was just a very, very good team basketball for the players that needed to step up. Giannis played out of his mind. Unbelievable. Especially after his knee went backwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can't get over how good he was. Yeah, I mean, I texted you when that happened. I said, this is it. Like, the Bucks done. are done. They can't. You thought they, he tore his ACL or something. Right. Maybe worse. Maybe his actual kneecap broke in half. Like, that was scary and bad. But you know what? He's okay. And he played it incredibly well and brought that title to Milwaukee in a, in a true homegrown way, which is amazing. Yep. Completely agree. On the flip side, the Suns were... A big disappointment in my mind. Josh, I was hard on Chris Paul, but you sent me a graphic that showed that he didn't really play that bad. He just didn't play fantastic. Like yeah, he I mean, to. it wasn't an incredible postseason. Well, let's say finals for Chris Paul. He didn't play unbelievably, but he did play really well. He just, you know, in my opinion, it wasn't so much that he didn't play well. It's that maybe he didn't do enough. Right. Right? Like, in what he did, he did really well. But sometimes it was like, Oh, you only shot 17 times this game, though? I feel like this is a game where you take a few more shots than that. Yeah. And, I mean, the rest of the team just, won- they weren't able to well, step up. Well, I-, I think there's there's a lot that should be said about his co-star. Devin yeah. Booker did not show up in those last few in those last few games. I mean, you got talks of, of comparing Devin Booker as the next Kobe Bryant, who is, you know, remembered as one of the most clutch players out of all time who, if you needed him to step up, was supposed to deliver. And, he, and Booker didn't step up. Step up. Now, he's a young player. He's never been in an environment like this in the finals, in the playoffs before, and never had to produce in true clutch time meaningful scenarios before. And you look back last year uh, to the bubble, and he had that clutch factor. He was the reason that they went 8-0 and almost made it to the playoffs. But for whatever reason in the finals, like you said, maybe it was just nerves because it was the first big stage that he's really had. He just couldn't pull through with it, and the rest of the team didn't step up. It might be, but either way, it was a it was a really good final series. I think people are not giving it enough credit for what it was. Uh, the Suns were a blast to watch, and I hope they can repeat their success next year in a much healthier Western Conference. 
And uh, I look forward to seeing what the Bucks are going to do with that team. Who stays? Uh, what changes do they want to make? Because there were a lot of talks about big changes before they ended up pulling it off. So it'll be interesting to see. The biggest question to me now is what's going to happen with Giannis in the future? Because he said, I will stay until I win a championship with the Bucks." Well, he won it. He still has four years left on his contract, yeah. I think. Is he going to sign another contract after that? Is he going to end up requesting a trade? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. But I, for one, am very excited to see because I like that guy a lot. Yeah, and it really seems like as of now, especially now that he's won, maybe the loyalty will play in, which always is a big deal for us. Yes. So hopefully he ends up having a long, long career with the Bucks, And hopefully the franchise treats him right. Yep, they treat him right. They continue to put good pieces around him. I can't see Chris Middleton staying there much longer, to be honest. I wouldn't be a complainer of that if I'm honest, <laughs> even though they seem to be very good friends. But the issue is, who do you replace him with? Right. They need to, no, that's a different story. They need to start getting ready to make this Bucks team another superstar team. Yeah. Because Giannis obviously is amazing. He's one of the best he players. He needs a second He player. can't do this yeah. every single he's, year. He is not. Well, and he's not LeBron in that he facilitates super well for right. other players. Right. He is dominant and really freaking good at the game of basketball. But he needs a second piece. And he doesn't make those around him as good or good in the same way that people players like LeBron do. Steph Curry can do. I was going to say KD, but that would be a lie. <laughs> so, you you know what I'm trying to say, though. Uh, Kawhi, Chris Kawhi Paul. Leonard, Chris Paul, exactly. Like, it, it's not the same. No. So, it'll be really interesting to see what they do. Because they need another playmaking, um, dominant type guy. And Chris Middleton, at times, absolutely is that. Yeah. He can create on, in an unbelievable fashion sometimes. Like, some of the t- shots he ends up taking in in the end of those finals, you're just like, okay, that's a break. Oh, wait, it just went in? He's really good when he's on. But the key is sometimes he is not consistent. He is not reliable because of his inconsistencies. Exactly. So it'll be interesting. I, I for one, wouldn't be upset if I was a Bucks fan if Chris Middleton left and you got someone to replace him. Now, if Chris Middleton left and you start Dante DiVincenzo in his place, <laughs> no, 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 then I don't think it would be good. But no. who would not want to come play for Milwaukee? That's my question. Is if you are not anyone somebody, who wants a big market. Exactly. Well, but if you're not somebody who needs to be that number one player, it seems like this is a great yes, team to I go mean, to. That's why I want. I wanted. I mean, I just want the Giannis Jimmy Butler type fit. Like I yeah. love it. A player like Jimmy Butler, who's all about team and winning, and just wants to win, is a perfect fit here. Yeah. So, I lied before when we were talking. Uh, you said. Is there any other NBA, big NBA news? And I forgot. There was a trade that went down, Josh. Oh, there and was. And it's a, a smaller market trade. But if it's you think still about an it, important but a, a trade. But a big impact trade. Eric Bledsoe and uh, Steven Adams going to Memphis along with, I want to say, the 10th and the 40th pick. And Memphis is getting... No. And uh, New Orleans is getting Jonas Valanciunas. Correct. And the 17th and the 50th or something like that. Correct. So th- the picks are huge. I mean, that's a big swap in a lot of areas. Yeah, some of which I don't really understand. The thing that I don't understand is if you're the Grizzlies, why are you trying to trade for Eric Bledsoe? Well, I think that's why they ended up getting the better picks. Right. Right? Because I was sitting there like, hold up. The Pelicans just gave away Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe and the 10th overall pick? And I, I, it just took me a minute for it to sink in. I think the trade was for them to get rid of Eric Bledsoe because he's not good. And I think he actually damages that team. It must have been, because there's no other... I think uh, Valanciunas is an upgrade from Steven Adams. But not significantly but not enough exactly. for a ten, 17th to 10th. Right. So, yes, I agree. They did not like having Eric Bledsoe there, but... I I mean, maybe he was a negative impact. I don't know why he would be. Maybe they Eric felt like... Eric Because he sucks. No, maybe they felt like they needed to play him... More than correct because of and his I think name he's and his not, history. Exactly, and I think he's not as good of uh, he's not as good at making his teammates better. Yeah, as you know, you would like in a team. Frankly, I think Lonzo Ball does a better job making his teammates better than Lonzo Ball is a great teammate. Exactly. Speaking of which, there's a lot of hype going around about him returning to the Lakers. No way, not gonna happen. Yep, he's a restricted free agent, so he definitely has a lot of 
Um, marketability now, especially after yeah, but last you know season. why? You know why he's not going to come back? What? Because the Lakers don't want to deal with the Levar Ball headache of bringing him back. But they need. That's exactly the type of player that they need. Whether it's Lonzo Ball, whether it's Kyle Lowry, they need some. Oh, set see, up I think it's Kyle Lowry. I think it's Kyle Lowry because he's also unrestricted. Yeah. So I this is going to be super fun. I think maybe it's next week we do it, but we got to do a, a soon a deep dive into NBA free agency because it's going to be super fun. Um, but I, this this move is really interesting. Yeah, and the cool part about free agency this year is that it's not a crazy amount of superstars, but it's a lot of those really, really valuable teammates to have on your team. And those are huge people. Every championship team has people like that. Right. I mean, you have Kawhi Leonard, Chris Paul. Those are the top two. And then past that, you have uh, John Collins. Uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking? We just talked about Lonzo Ball and Kyle Lowry. Uh, you have Mike Conley. So it's a, it's a lot of DeMar DeRozan. It's a lot of players that aren't the top of the class and won't be getting massive contracts, but could take a team in the playoffs to a championship. Yeah, I agree. Um, Max, the other part of this trade, the Pelicans freed up almost $21 million in cap wow. space by trading Adams and Bledsoe. They were owed $35 plus million dollars there you go. versus Valanciunas, who was $14 million. There you go. New Orleans now has about $37 million in cap Oof. space this summer, which after who is that number one, who is that number one person on your free agent list? Right. Who was it? Kawhi Leonard. There's no second. One. Sorry. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. <laughs> do you, do you think Chris Paul would want to leave Phoenix? No, I think Chris Paul wants to stay. I think it's a fabulous situation. I think the fan base has embraced him. I think he just went to the finals with them and yeah. no one's leaving that roster. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't see why he would. If you're the Pelicans, you're reading the sources that are saying that Zion is unhappy, and you're saying we're spending that $37 million on the top player that we can get. Right. I don't think Zion's actually that unhappy. He's two years in. He can't be that unhappy yet. No. I don't, I'll, he's a great competitor. I don't think he's a diva. Not yet. <laughs> he might get there eventually. I mean, I like him a lot. Yeah. But I don't think he's unhappy yet. He's barely been in the league. Right. His first year was COVID year. That doesn't even really count. And then the following year, they made a couple trades, got some good, you know, developmental talent, and had a solid season. Not fabulous, but solid. And you can say that a lot of that lack of fabulousness is because they had a coach that they fired after this season. Exactly. So I don't, I don't, I don't buy that he's that unhappy. I think it's people trying to make something more. That being said, if he does not have success with the Pelicans, he will be leaving for his Correct. first contract. Of course, and he's going to get. An obscene amount of money. And he will he end up in a big market. Yeah, and he'll make a, a lot of money. <laughs> he might end up at the Knicks, as, like they all wanted right. him to. Yep. Might happen. Might Speaking happen. of unhappy in the NBA, Bradley Beal request seems to be looking for a trade out of Washington. Very big news. That's big time, dude. Yeah, and he's another player that will go to whatever team he wants because every team is going to want Bradley Beal. He scores... Whenever he wants. Yep. He's an absolute, absolutely dynamo uh, scoring punch from the starting lineup who can create for himself whenever he needs. And I can promise you he's going to love not being the number one player. Probably. He's gonna, he would love, I think, to be that Clay Thompson. Yeah. Well, he, they don't kind need, of. They don't need more of a dribbler and yeah, playmaker, right. but they don't need him to be the Correct. number one leader. And so he, he doesn't have to be the leader. He doesn't have to get double teamed. Right. He can just create, score, and dominate. If you had to pick one team that you would love to see him on. Oh, I'm not there yet. I haven't thought through it. <laughs> I haven't thought it through yet. Off, you? Offhand, if he's going to a big market, which I think he'll want to do, probably. I think the Clippers would be a great team for him. With George and Kawhi? Then? With George and Kawhi. I don't... You think that'd be too it much? It would be too much. I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Huh. I don't know. I'll play with it. Come back to me next week. And finally, one last trade. The Ben Simmons trade talks are getting pretty hot right now, and the Cavs are on that list. It's a lot of <laughs> bad Sexton teams that are on that list, which is not so great. Well, it makes sense, though, because he's really good, just not for a team that wants to win a championship. Exactly. So it'd be crazy if the Cavs got him. We have the number three pick too, which seems like it'll be Evan Mobley right now. So which I would like. So I don't really want to deal yeah. it for 
I, I don't think we would have to give up that much to be honest. No, I think it would be Sexton for Simmons, basically. Yeah, top three picks are huge in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. Anything else in the NBA for you? No, Max. Uh, the only thing is, I'm excited to see the draft. Uh, Cade Cunningham is probably going to get into bad Detroit unless they trade it. They Which might trade it. The Houston Rockets are now in talks for the they, number one they pick. They really want it, yep. it sounds like. So I, I'm very excited, and we will see what happens soon. Yep, uh, we will. Okay, let's head into the NFL if there isn't anything else from other sports that you want to discuss. Not yet. Okay. Okito. <laughs> then let's go into our third. Actually, before we go into the division, there's a lot of NFL stuff that happened pretty much in the last week. Training camp starts tomorrow officially. I can't wait. Guess who got for, put out at who's not on the PUP list? There you go. Odell Beckham. He got a million dollars. That's not who I was talking about. Oh, who, are you, who are you talking but about? OBJ is big too. Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. He's, yep. he's going to play. Yep. He tore an ACL a month into the season or two months into the season. He's going to be ready for training camp. Yep. How exciting is that? That's very exciting. Also, if you're a Bengals fan, though, how nerve-wracking is that? Yeah. Like, what if he's coming back too fast? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Yep. But the Browns will be getting OBJ back officially, and he'll be here for all of training camp. Good, because so he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Baker need to figure their stuff out. Yeah. I think they can. I just am more comfortable with not having to deal with that obstacle. Yep. Yep. Xavier Howard, as of three hours ago, maybe even less, has requested a trade from the Dolphins. Really? And Chandler oh. Jones has requested a trade as well. So two of the league's top I saw. defenders. Oh. I really hope neither one of them gets traded. They will both get traded. <laughs> you think so? Yes. You think they're that unhappy? Xavier uh, Howard posted something on Twitter outlining that he was asking for a trade because he was that unhappy. Wow. For contract reasons. What about Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones, I don't, I can't tell you how unhappy he is, but I feel like when you're a superstar of that caliber, a lot of times, if you request a trade, you're going to get it. I think I was going to keep him. You think Arizona is going to keep him? Yeah, I don't think they want to trade him because they shouldn't because he's the only good player on that defense except for Buda Baker and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Patrick Peterson is trying to recruit him to the Vikings. As he should. But I don't know. We'll see. I really hope that doesn't happen, though, because both of those players are really key cogs in potential sleeper picks. Yep. And Deshaun Watson is officially... That one's big. ...reporting to training camp. He... No, he's not reporting to training camp. Yes, he is. He is? To avoid okay. a fine. To avoid a fine. Like $50,000 a, a day or something like right. that. And he's going to be smart because he wants out of there. And he's going to make it uncomfortable and be problematic and not do what he's supposed to. So that the Texans get rid of him. And the Texans are saying they're open to a trade. Finally. First time Took long all enough. summer, right? If only they had done it before, the sexual yeah. allegations came out and he could actually they could have actually gotten four first-rounders. Guaranteed the Jets would have given them three, at least three first-rounders. That's their asking price right now. They want three first-rounders. They want reportedly five high draft picks <laughs> or quality players. Yeah. I would expect the most that they get for him is a first-rounder. And a really good player. At this point. And maybe toss in a fourth rounder. At this point, At yes. At this point, yeah. Which is crazy. Unless there's, you know, enough inside information of he's most definitely going to be on the field this year. Because if, if right. he's going to be playing, he's a top five quarterback in the league. Right. If before Probably. whatever time they trade him, something comes out that says this is over, it's done with, he didn't do it. Right. They can get right back up to whatever they a want. A lot, basically. Because yeah. he's... If you're taking a young quarterback on any of the young quarterbacks, so last four or five years of being drafted, you're taking Mahomes one, and I guarantee you almost everybody in the world is taking Watson second. Yeah. So yeah. it's they can get whatever they want, basically. I agree. And the biggest news, if that wasn't news enough, Aaron Rodgers is officially going to play for the Packers this season. They came up with this crazy contract. Where it's basically Rogers, we're gonna give you everything you want, but next year, right? And after next year, he can say, "I want to go to this team," and they'll do it. Which to me is ridiculous for the Packers because what team is gonna offer them as much as he's worth if they know Rogers wants to come here? Did it say that it's specific, like they're gonna be specific about it, or is it? I thought it was just um, if Rogers decides he wants to get traded, we will work out trades with teams. If he decides that he wants whatever team he wants to go to, Packers or another team, he will end up on that team. Wow. That is what I read. That's crazy. They uh, 
came up with a list of concessions. Yeah, let a me long see. One. Yeah, the core of which is at the end of the season, if he still feels the same, they'll work out a trade. Right. He'll get paid. He'll come to training camp. He'll play. He'll do everything this year just like normal. Next year, things may be different. According to this is uh, this is a NFL post by Schefter. He said. If Packers officials sign off on their willingness to trade Rodgers and the agreement is finalized soon, here's the biggest concession. The reigning MVP will receive the freedom to decide where he wants to play in 2022. So I don't know if that means either Green Bay or not Green Bay. I think think that's what it means. Because, like you said, that's just dumb on the Packers' fault if they give up all of their leverage to another team. Yep. But also, it's the Packers, and they don't really have a good history of making smart decisions based on... Well, that's true. So, speaking of the Packers, Max, our division of the week, although I think we skipped, we were supposed to probably go to the AFC this week. I think, yeah. But it's okay. Because of Rodgers, we're going to intentionally, because we (laughs) knew we were doing it this way, go to the NFC North, finish off the NFC, and Max, I think, I'm going to let you go and see if we're on the same page, but I'm pretty sure we're on the same page as to who the worst division in this team will be this year. The worst team in this division, exactly. And that is Green... Just kidding. Not Green Bay, because Rodgers is playing. Coming out of Detroit, the Lions. Absolutely. 100%. They make a big trade. They get rid of my favorite player on their team. Pretty much the only player worth mentioning (laughs) on the team. (laughs) Honestly. Not quite. I mean, DeAndre Swift looked very good and promising as a future running back last year, but I wouldn't say a superstar running back. I'd just say a productive one. I think uh, sleeper outbreak out... What's the word? Sleeper uh, breakout player. It's, it's outbreak, basically, but split it in two and switch it around. Um, breakout player of the year, TJ Hawkinson. Yep. Because Goff is going to rely a lot, a oh, lot, yeah. a lot on him. Oh, yeah. Um, but, and then, of course, they drafted the tank out of Oregon, Panay Sewell, who's hopefully going to be an anchor for them for a while. But other than that, it's like, uh, on this whole roster. Yeah, it really is. They actually... They have one of the league's best offensive lines now, which is going to be huge to build off of. Really big. And they signed Jamal Williams, which he's not going to change the team, but he's going to be a he's good... He's a really good depth piece. And he'll be good for DeAndre Swift to take some pressure off him and Absolutely. have him learn a little bit more. But if Jared Goff is your quarterback, they're not going to You can only go so far. And they don't have enough offensive firepower. They have a few good young names on defense, but it's a rebuild year. Yes, absolutely. This is a a year that does not count. This is see who we have that's going to stick for the future, what we think about golf for the future, and who belongs on this team. And can Dan Campbell be the coach of the future? Absolutely. There's a lot of (laughs) questions about him after some of his press conferences. Good. But, I mean, it's a tough and ready Detroit Lions, so... We'll see. I have them winning six games this season. This division has a very, very tough schedule set. They play, they play good teams. They play AFC North and they play NFC West. Oh yeah, that's tough. I think six and eleven is a little bit generous, to be honest. Um, especially with the division they're in and who they're facing. So yeah. Max, biggest question for this team. Biggest question for this team is: Does Jared Goff? prove that he's a viable starter in the league absolutely i agree that was mine as well because i think he's the only everyone else is a minor question mark he is a big question mark yep he's the only everybody else is in rebuilding mode he's in win now exactly which is not a good he's been in the league for five years it's going to be hard for him to prove that he can continue to be a top half when he has bad when he has right but like I said, the offensive line will be huge for him. It should keep him and everybody around him healthy. I agree. Whoa, there was my yawn of the episode. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. No, I agree, though, Max. I think he is the one that truly matters. Yep. All right. Heading up in the division. This is kind of tough for me. Is it? Who's two and three? A little bit. Okay. Not actually, but a little bit. Who's your number three? Because I said my number four first. Oh, that's not fair. Number four doesn't even count. <laughs> Uh, Max, I think it's so health dependent for me mm-hmm. because I, I think the Vikings are going to be the third best. Interesting. You had them second? I had them second, yeah. yeah. Well, you took a better examination at their schedule. That's why you should have said third. <laughs> I just said who I think has a better roster, basically. I think their defense is nowhere near it used to, where it used to be. 
The Vikings no longer have one of the best in the league. They have a lot of very good pieces, especially on their D, in their front seven. But it's not it's not what it once was. It's now an above average D, but not elite, right? Um, and on offense, you have the ever question mark Kirk Cousins and a mediocre offensive line, but they do have a couple of absolutely all star caliber weapons in Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen. Here's why I say it's health defendant. When's the last time Dalvin Cook's been healthy for a full 16-game season? Yep. Right? Combined with the fact that Adam Thielen is not injury-prone, but not the most dependable. And then Justin Jefferson is electric, but he's not he, he's not a huge guy. So I, it wouldn't be shocking to me if he ends up hurt as well. And with it... The, with the rest of the team the way it is, this offense has to put up a lot of points. They're very top-heavy. Yes. When you look at their depth chart. Very, very oh, top-heavy. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, I mean, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Wow. Their third wide receiver is Chad Beebe. Who's, who's one of those players that has <laughs> a crazy, surprisingly good couple of games and then is silent for the rest right, of the season. Like, exactly. Exactly. So... That's that's my thoughts. Your turn. Uh, to be fair, the Vikings actually did have a really good draft for their offensive line. They got both Christian Derrisson yes. and Ezra Cleveland. Yes. But, yeah, I, I can see they aren't far off in my game-winning posi- uh, predictions. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen should be top of their positions. Yeah, they, no they might be the... If you take... If you take away quarterbacks and just talk skill positions, yep. they're near the top of any question when it comes to top three skill position players in yep. a team. Right? And then their it's defense. It's like them, the Titans, I want to say the Browns, and that might be it. Yeah. And then their defense, they have two great safeties in Smith and Woods. They picked up Patrick Peterson, which could be amazing it could also be he's out of exactly. his time completely exactly so yeah there's a lot of questions on they this snag sheldon richardson yep. from us and he'll be a great piece to have yeah but yeah no i agree i projected them to have nine wins which i think was pretty uh generous considering the fact that i just had to i couldn't have it be that top heavy in this division yeah i can't really imagine it being three winning records yeah Wait, nine and seven should be nine and eight. Nine and eight. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said nine and seven. No, no, no. Okay, my bad. Uh, I'm just used to hearing sixteen game records. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't have the Packers be the only team with a winning record. I just can't imagine it happening. But they have tough schedules, so it's very possible. Right. No, it could. All right. So before we head to the Packers or to the Bears, sorry. What's your biggest question it's with health. this team? It's uh, it, are their weapons going to be healthy all year? Because if they are, this is a better team. Yep. But I don't, I don't think their star players are going to be healthy all year. And the biggest question to me outside of health is, is this Kirk Cousins' last season? Are they finally done with the weird experiment and weird career that Kirk Cousins has had? It made so much sense at the time. Yep. And then it just never, like, happened. And you wonder how much of that is coaching. It, it is really interesting. Because it hasn't changed that much. Right. Well, they had – they were – in the NFC Championship game, I believe. And they lost it because they had, who was it, Sam Bradford at the time? Who just couldn't, like, they couldn't do enough. You were literally a quarterback away. And then you signed the best quarterback in free agency that year. I mean, it was no question. It made, made total sense. And it just didn't work. Yep. They drafted Kellen Mond and we just got Foles? a thing. No, Foles never paid. It wasn't Bradford. Who? I'm looking. You go. Okay. Uh... You got to think that this is a perfect opportunity for Kellen Mond to develop for a year and come back next year and be a good starting quarterback for the Vikings, for the young Vikings team who have so many good weapons around them. Exactly. All right. While you look to find out what quarterback was last successful with the Vikings, we're going to head into the third team, which also is a very interesting future team. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Yeah, That's who it was. There you go. And the Chicago Bears, and the Bears have a very interesting quarterback situation right now. They signed Andy Dalton, and my, a lot of my friends at school are Bears fans. They were sad and mad and <laughs> very unhappy. That they signed the Red Rifle? Yep. And then... <laughs> are you surprised? The second they drafted Justin Fields, traded up for him, they were so excited. I'm convinced that Justin Fields will be starting in the first three games. 
I think it's going to be a little bit longer than that, but... I think it would be better. I wouldn't be surprised elsewise. But... That was not a word. <laughs> this team has a lot of talent. They just haven't been playing like it recently. Well, but yes and no. Like, their receivers are very suspect, in my opinion. I don't think they're that strong. I think Allen Robinson is still one of the most underrated receivers in the league. But beyond that, they're okay. I don't think they have a number two, though. Their number two right now is Darnell Mooney, who has talent. He doesn't have a quarterback. I think he's a number three. Yeah. And plus, their running back was David Montgomery, who is really good. But the supposed spell, Tariq Cohen, feels like he has not been able to recreate the same magic he once had. Well, he's had a lot of injuries. Exactly. Both of them have, to be fair. Exactly. And then I'm not a fan of their tight ends that much. Really? I don't know. I I don't see it with Cole Komet. That's me. Interesting. Uh, offensive line, very strong. Not insane, but very strong. Uh, and then their defense is fabulous. Yeah. And it won't change. Get, yeah. Yeah. I, I really want Khalil Mack to step it up this season, though. Because yes. he's, he's been good, but he has not repeated his statistics, his ability that uh, he was able to produce with the, Vic- or with the uh, Raiders. So I'd yeah. love to see Except that. for his first year, which where he was insane. Right. His first year with the Bears, he was crazy. And then he kind of cooled off. So it'd be cool to see him back there again. But, like, Eddie Jackson's a stud. Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan, Robert Quinn completely right. revitalized his career. You can just keep reading the death chart. I'm right. Keenan <laughs> Hicks is so good, too. Yep. And Deshaun Gibson, the former Ron. Yep. So, oh, I didn't realize they got Desmond Trufant, too. I didn't think he was with them last year. I think they picked him up this season. Sick. But even so, at the end of the day, there's too many questions in the quarterback yes. area and yeah. the running back and the wide receiver area. I think it's less so running back. I think it's wide receiver to me. Okay. I think they don't have enough outside of Allen Robinson. What is your biggest question for this team? Which wide receiver is going to step it up? I mean, obviously it's the quarterback, right? Yeah. Like, but it feels so lame to me to just say the quarterback because any team that doesn't have a surefire quarterback, that's right. a question because that's right. what football is, right? But... You, a quarterback has to throw to receivers who are open. And I think it'll be really interesting to see if these receivers step it up, because Allen Robinson is great. But Darnell Mooney? Good. I would love to see this Bears team make a big trade for another, maybe not even a superstar receiver, but another they really good receiver. They don't need a receiver. superstar. They just need qual- like another solid number two. Yep. Like what an old school Jordy Nelson was. Right. Yep. So I have them winning seven games. I had them below the Vikings. I think that was a little harsh, but it's such a hard team to predict. It's for. very hard to judge because it's going to be about the quarterback. Right. If the you defense have... is so good, though, that I think they're going to be able to get away with it. Yeah. Because it's like Andy Dalton was terrible last year, right? But he was also having to put up 40 points a game because that defense sucked. Yep. With this team, he might only have to put up 20. Yep. When you look at the games last season, he would have only had to put up 20. Really? I think so. I, I mean, it's the Bears' defense. Oh, with the Bears. With I the Bears, yeah, With the yeah. Cowboys. No, no, no. Like, no. Max, <laughs> I thought they averaged like 35 <laughs> points given up a game. No, 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 no. Yep, so that's the Bears. And then heading into the final team, we have the Green Bay Packers. We wanted to wait until this week to do it so that we could finally figure out what they're Quarterback so, situation is. Before we get to the Packers, Max, before Rodgers came back as playing, if he wasn't going to play, who's winning this division view? <laughs> this right? would be a uh, NFC, what was it, NFC East? East? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay, keep going. Sorry. So Aaron Rodgers is officially back for this season. They should be just as good, if not better, than last I don't season. Think better. But the I only think reason that I would good. say better is the team hasn't changed that much. Uh, and you have a lot of players who were out from injuries and could really benefit from another full year of playing. Gotcha. This defense needs to get better, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was their whole last year. They, they, it's not a very strong defense. They have a couple of really top-end players, like Jair Alexander is one of the best corners in the league. And Zadari Smith is a top edge rusher. Exactly. But the depth is not there, and even, even the secondary pieces aren't there, really. It's a very shallow defense. Yep, it really Darnell is. Darnell Savage is also awesome. And Rashawn Gary, shout out Michigan. Woo! 
But yeah, I mean, they are an amazing team. They have the league's top quarterback, if not top two quarterbacks. No. But they also, their receivers are such an interesting experiment because you have Devontae Adams, who's a top receiver, and then you have players... Top five, top three. You have players who are consistently no-namers that have to step up and oftentimes do step up, but not as much as they I think it's interesting because Lazard and MVS have done a very good job the last couple seasons. Now, have they been perfect? No, they've dropped some really big catches in big moments, which is a problem. But... Have they? Are they nobodies at this point? I don't think so. I think they're very quality receivers. That being said, I think again this is a team that's filled with first or with, that has their number one and then has a bunch of number threes. Yep, and fours. Well, and they're about to add one more three, four, possibly even five. They're getting back Randall Cobb. That's like a six right now, <laughs> but it'll be a great piece in the locker room for yes. a team that's right. probably going to be kind of. Either extremely motivated or kind of shot down about their quarterback situation. I agree. Well, I think it's really interesting because this, you know, there are a lot of Packers fans who complain about the lack of getting help for Aaron Rodgers, ignoring the fact that they have, you know, top three receiver in the league, pretty much unanimously. Yep. Um, I I really think the hole is they don't have a two. Yep. They have a lot of, I think at least threes, but I don't think they have a two. Yep. And it it reminds me a lot about the Browns receivers the guys below Devontae Adams, is that they're players that somehow play well, Agreed. but don't necessarily have the ability to play with other teams. Yeah, or to be big enough to make that team get the lead. Right. Yep. Yeah. However, Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Right. So, uh, also shout out Robert Tanyan. Fabulous season last year. Oh, yeah. So, the biggest question to me... I... Interesting. Okay, go. I want to not make it about Aaron Rodgers, but that's going to be the about story Aaron of the Rodgers. season. It has the, whole, the whole season's about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So what's the question for you, though? Because you can go a couple different ways. Here. The question is, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, is there any chance of him returning? Mm. See, I think it's going to be about whether they give him respect. Because I don't think it's actually about their team success necessarily. I think it's about how they treat him. I think it's, you know, do they give him the superstar treatment? Do they get him everything he wants? Um my biggest question is Rodgers related, but it's very different. It's how is the whole drama of this offseason going to affect him, his teammates, the chemistry in the locker room? Yep. And especially, what, three days ago, him and Devontae Adams were Literally saying, pictures. like, it's the last dance for right. us. Like, that's not good locker room energy. No. That's bad leadership. Yep. And this whole offseason hasn't proved him to be a good leader. I agree. I mean, in some ways you can respect him because he kind of... It's it's. I think I listened to a quick interview of him, and he was just like, "I had a great off season. I did nothing. Yeah. Like I just enjoyed my time off for once. Yeah. Which you can respect on a certain degree, and at the same time, it's like, say something that just says, "I love my teammates. I support my teammates. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next year, and we'll figure it out as we get closer, or whatever." And that's what we said from the start. Yeah, and I feel like he's never done that. No, he definitely hasn't. At the end of the day, this Packers team will be at the top of the division, no doubt in my mind, as long as Rodgers is healthy. I have them winning 13 games. Sounds right. They'll be at the same Say spot. Say 12 or 13 to me. Yeah, they'll be at the same spot that they've been every other season. It's, it's just a literally, question. It's literally going to be how bad is their defense this year. Yeah. Right? Like, Rodgers is going to be a, you know, a top quarterback in the league again. Devonta Adams is going to be a top receiver in the league again. Aaron Jones, if he's healthy, is going to be... A really good running back. And A.J. Dillon should step up, too. He yeah, should de- really cool. develop a lot. I agree. He's Jewish. Fun fact. He also is into sports cards. I DM'd him once. Two fun facts. He Not asked if I had any Justin Herbert cards, and I said, Not for sale right now. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, which I think is really funny. Uh, anyways, Max, that is all I have for the NFL. Do you have anything else? That is all I have, too. Do we want to do an X-Factor and an MVP for the division? Yes, we do. Sorry that I skipped it. <sighs> MVP... Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> there's no question. X-Factor to me, I'm going a little metaphysical. I think that's the right word to say it. I'm going injuries. Injuries are the X-Factor. Oh, what? every team in this division is very shallow. Yes, and if all yes, of their starters yes. are playing healthily, they will be a lot better. Yeah, I think my X-Factor is different but really important, and that is Justin Fields. 
I think if Justin Fields ends up taking over for Andy Dalton and then is really good, the rest of this Bears roster is good enough to, frankly, make a Super Bowl run. I don't think so. Not this year. I think if I don't, you I don't had think Justin Fields no, is going to be able to be that good. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, different. Yes. I'm saying remove Justin Fields from if the you equation. Have a, fast. You yeah. just take that Bears roster and you put, you know, uh, I don't necessarily need to say Patrick Mahomes, but a Josh Allen uh, with that team. I think that's a Super Bowl roster. Oh, for sure. Right? I mean, that's, that's the Packers so with saying, an amazing defense. Right. So what I'm saying is X factor is Justin Fields because if he is, yeah. comes in and plays super well, not Super Bowl contender, yeah. but dangerous team. Yeah. Really dangerous team. Playoff team. Yeah. I think if Justin Fields comes in early enough and is able to play well from the yeah. start. Like of what his happens career. if they go three and three? Right. Andy Dalton gets pulled because they're frustrated. And Justin Fields comes in and is that the one quarterback every year that goes crazy right. for who knows why and ends up winning all but two of their last games. Yeah. They're twelve and five. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So X Factor, that's mine. Because I think the the you know, there are too many holes on the other teams, whereas the Bears feel like they're they only have a small holes. Very small holes. Except Fair for enough. the quarterback room, which is a big hole. Alright, well then if you're done with the NFL before we end this episode, let's do a believe the hyper site. It's been a while, Max. It I has missed been it. a while. Please, please hit me with a hot take. I got let's see what you got. Okay, great. I have three you. as well. I thought you were about to say four. I was like, I don't no. know. I have three. <laughs> I have exactly three this time. Xavier Howard and Chandler Jones will swap teams straight up. Xavier Howard to the Cardinals, Chandler Jones to the Dolphins in the biggest trade of the season. Probably okay. the biggest trade of the past decade. Seriously. Psych, but I wish. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, don't, I just don't think it's ever going to happen that perfectly. But it would make a lot of sense, actually. Chandler Jones to the Dolphins would put him in a nice warm spot again and also a contending team. Maybe not Super Bowl contending, but very much so. And also on a very strong defense. Exactly. Xavier Howard addresses a huge hole on a young team that has a lot of potential as well. Yep. I think Xavier Howard and the Cardinals would win that trade. Yeah, but I don't think by much. I think that it makes a lot of sense for the Dolphins, yeah. too. I would, only, I would say the only reason is contract reasons that they would have Xavier locked up for longer. Because I think Chandler oh, I Jones is in a is. contract year. I don't actually know that. I think you are right that it's a contract order, which is interesting that he wants a trade, and he's not just going to play one more Especially game. coming off of an injury. Exactly. I, that's why I don't think it's going to end up happening, because yeah. I think they're going to be like, dude, what do you want? Let's figure it out. Come play one more season, and then we'll talk about next year and see how you feel after that. Well, and he said the reason that he wants to be traded is because he's upset about contract negotiations. Negotiations. If you want to go to another team, play a year, prove that you're a top player still. And then get freaking paid, yeah. dude. Yeah. Pass rushers who play well get paid. Yeah. I agree. Okay, we'll leave that for a sec, Max. The Packers are now once again favorites again to win the division, but are also now again top contenders in the NFC. Yeah, believe the hype. I think they will continue to be that way with this same core team. I, they don't need an amazing defense. Believe that for a sec. The Packers' Super Bowl window is one year. It is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if they have Jordan Love next year, they will not be a Super Bowl. What contest. happens if they have Jordan because Love and Devontae Adams? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but even so, I don't... I, I don't have think they're Super Bowl contenders. Jordan Love hasn't played at all in exactly. the NFL. Not even the preseason. So He hasn't even played in the preseason? He's been oh, injured. I didn't know that. He was injured. That's a good point. Wow. Okay, Josh. Believe the hyper psych. Deshaun Watson will be traded before week one. Uh, Psych? Because I think the Texans' asking price is too high for such an unknown. Do you think he will be traded then successfully if he no. plays week one with the Texans? Oh, yes. Okay. If he plays well week one with the Texans, yes. Because if he's playing by week one, I think teams are confident enough in the fact that he'll be there for the rest of the season. When was the last time there was a starting quarterback traded in the middle of the season? Much less one of Deshaun Watson's yeah. caliber. That would be a league-changing Unbelievable. Moment. I mean, that's... Imagine what, if he goes somewhere, like, big. You're Miami, you're San Francisco, you're the Raiders. I was say San Francisco. And you lose week one. Oh, my God. San Francisco, Trey Lance for Deshaun Watson, plus a pick. Well, the 49ers give him another pick. Yeah. Makes so much sense. That's what it should have been before the draft. Well, yeah. I agree. And now the Texans will honestly probably get more. Now that they the 49ers physically have Trey Lance... 
I don't think they would have to give up as much as if they did it before the draft. The 49ers will have right. to give up less. Yes. Yes, I think so too. Yep. Wow, I actually think that's so such a good idea. Cool. <laughs> I like this. Sorry, I, I hadn't even thought about that. He's so off my radar since yep. I think he's going to end up in jail. Well, and uh, Trey Lance hasn't signed his contract yet. Really? Yep. They said that they're not worried about it, but, I mean, training camp is starting, so... Yeah, they need to figure that out. Yep. I don't understand that. Just agree on money. It's yeah. not that hard. I mean, it is, but, like... But also, if you're a top football. three pick, pretty much everything is set. Yeah, like, that's how much question is there? It's like escalators and more money bonus yeah. versus guaranteed versus... It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, Max, I'm, I have two NBA ones left. Just, All right. So, believe I percent, Giannis's legacy is now more impressive than Kevin Durant's. No, psych. You're t- <laughs> it's, it's not no psych. Kevin Durant. No, you can talk about liking a player more. Giannis has been in the NBA with success for a lot. Don't less. disagree. Look at the accolades, though. Durant has an MVP. Giannis has two. Giannis has one Defensive Player of the Year or two. Uh, he's been an all-star four straight years, five straight years. He's won a championship without going to a 72-win team. KD didn't win with his own team. He didn't win with his own super team. No. just be. I would say Giannis in three years, if he continues to be this good, yes. Are you saying just guess, because KD's been in the league KD longer? KD has been successful, heavily successful in the league for so much longer. Not with his... I don't know, though. I think it's... Itch- I don't... I disagree. I also think psych. But I think that it's a closer question than people want to admit. Because KD's better. There's no question. But Giannis has a ring... That was formed organically. Nobody looks at that though. I think it. I think it matters when you're talking about legacy. LeBron's LeBron. Okay, let's talk legacy. What matters more, LeBron's two rings in Miami or his one in Cleveland? Uh, okay, so if we're talking legacy, as in emotional connection, or as in no, no, who no, is no. I'm be saying, remembered as a I'm saying basketball what player. matters more for LeBron's legacy: the two rings he had in Miami or the one he had in Cleveland. What proves more? Absolutely. What's going to mean more for KD? The two rings he won in Golden State, or if he wins any other ring the rest of his career? Probably any other ring. Absolutely. But I don't know if that's an... If you're comparing... I don't, with legacy, it's... It's well, it all, also hard because what is your legacy? Right, right now, KD's legacy is one of the greatest scorers of, ever, of all time. But it's also somebody who looks for opportunities with the most successful Correct. Team. So I guess, so I guess it depends on what your question. Is. I, I just I think say, it's a closer question than people yeah. want to admit because Giannis has been in the league what six fewer years, absolutely, but arguably accomplished more. Yeah. Now is he better? No. No one in their right mind is saying he's better because he's not at all. Kevin Durant, when you talk all time players, way higher. But like all time resume and but legacy a lot of that really is also fun. because he's had success for a long time. If Giannis on an individual level, if Giannis has success for four more years, I think he's right up there. Yeah, I I don't disagree. So I I also think psych at this moment in time. I think if they keep on this on their same trajectories, though, yeah, it becomes a much more interesting question. Yeah, I Giannis is undoubtedly at a higher trajectory than KD was at this point in his career. Yeah, well, Katie had to travel elsewhere to get a ring. Yep. All right, final one. Believe the hyper psych. The Packers lost the Rodgers deal. Yeah, believe the hype. They were going to lose it no matter what. <laughs> but they lost with the outcome of having him for one season and then going. No. I, no. Okay, so no, I, no, no, no. I formed this question when I had the idea that. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um,. I still would say then psych because no, they got him for another year. They right. extended their window by one. I think it's better to have Jordan Love sit, learn longer. Well, and theoretically, if they prove we genuinely are going to be smart and give you what you want, they have a chance to get him back. Yeah. It's a very exactly. slim chance. So in that but... case, no, I disagree. The Packers won it. Yeah. However, it's a very slim, slim margin. And I think Aaron Rodgers did exactly what he wanted. He said, I don't want to deal with you guys. I'll give you one more chance. Yeah. And if you don't prove it to me, I'm out of here. 
I will tell you, though, if Aaron Rodgers gets injured this season, this goes down as a massive loss for Rodgers. Yeah, totally. But he'll still be able to move. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting. So, all right, Max. Believe that for psych, CP3 just blew his only opportunity to get a ring. Uh, if or his he, last opportunity. His last opportunity, right. Well, and his only. Correct. Well, Theor- but uh, you, could, yeah, 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 you could argue yeah, yeah. that any of his playoff runs yeah, 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 yeah. were... Uh, it's like, I would be shocked if, if he doesn't make it next year with the Suns, if he's with the Suns, he is going to join a LeBron team at one point and win it. <laughs> Banana boat. Yeah. Tag on style. I, I would be shocked if he doesn't, if he retires before he wins a ring, he'll end up being a Cavs player where <laughs> like a player on the 2016 Cavs, where it's just a bunch of random ass veterans that they put together and still win because they have the amazing superstars leading them. I say, and those those veterans just turn into role pieces. Right. So even though they're big names, they're not actually that good. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. I could see it. I I think psych. I think just because it's too early to tell. That being said, I think this was his best chance. Oh yeah. Ever and especially for his legacy. It's the best, this was yeah. his team. Yep. I mean, it's Devin Booker's team, but it's his team. He's the reason they're where they're at now. Yep. Very clearly. And I, I think the Suns will be great next season. I don't I think know. It, I think if they get Chris Paul back, they will be. Right. I don't know if they're going to be able to repeat what they pulled off right. this season. Well, they, it it kind of felt like flash in a bottle magic. Yeah, it really did. Next year, it's all, well, and it was amazing, and they deserved it. But at the same time, you're saying, next year, who are you going to favor? The Suns with Chris Paul back or a healthy Lakers team? Yeah. What about a healthy Clippers team? A healthy Jazz team who only lost because they just completely fell and apart. And Mitchell was injured. Right. What about a healthy Nuggets team? Yep. Without with Jamal Murray. Right. Yep. Plus teams that might may add a couple other pieces. So. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting, but uh, props still to CP3 for a fabulous season. I don't think oh, anyone should take yeah. that away from him because he was nothing short of fantastic. Completely agreed. Well, Josh, if that is all you have... That's all I've got, That's homie. all I got, homie. I'm glad we got <laughs> a weekend. Let's and get maybe, it, and we'll maybe. see you next Tuesday. Yes. I'm, I'm speaking it into existence. Manifested speaking into existence. it into existence. Yep. All right, this has been a Factory of Sadness, a sports podcast. I'm going to watch the Olympics now. Josh, I will see you next, next week. week. All right, fist bump. Bam.